Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Nashville Tour Stop Podcast. My name is Aaron, and this is Nashville Tour Stop 2.0. We've been doing a whole bunch of new exciting stuff with Tour Stop lately, and like I mentioned in our little teaser episode a few weeks back, we have a new co-host. We have Miss Drumroll, please. Wow, I man, I can't. I'm already messing up my words. Woo! We have Miss Erin Cooper on the microphone across <laughs> from me here. Erin, say hello. Hello, I'm Erin with a Y. Arguably the less cool Erin of Nashville Tour Stop. <laughs> she says as she's wearing our uh, "Long Live Live Music" T-shirt that she's cropped off. <laughs> if I cropped off my T-shirt, just my my gut would be hanging out. Is this a Nashville tour crop or a Nashville crop stop? Nashville crop stop. <laughs> <laughs> Either way. But yeah, I brought on Aaron as uh, our content director back in, I believe it was like November of 2021 last year. Is that right? Wow, yeah. I know. <laughs> but yeah, Aaron, will you just do a quick where you're from and what you did? But we can we can dive into all of the rest of what you do as we go on. Sure. Uh, I have been a journalist and storyteller for several years, uh, including sports, news, and now music and entertainment. Grew up in D.C., lived in Alabama, then Chattanooga, and now here in Nashville. Well, we're glad to have you. Aaron has made my life monumentally easier because last year of 2021, as all of our listeners probably noticed, we quit doing the podcast. We got... (laughs) Super busy, and I started working our shows six nights a week, and I was moving into our office and working like 85 hours a week. And with my very limited free time, I wasn't working. Wow, that was smooth. (laughs) (laughs) But in my very limited free time, I was just trying to do anything to be a regular human. So now we Mm -hmm. have Aaron helping out doing Things that are uh, visual and contenty, and she Content-y. she kind of uh, her her first like baby with tour stop was our uh, Instagram series, the little sixty second reels called uh, Trendsetters. Yeah, uh, Trendsetters. Wow. I thought I I thought there was going to be another word. Before you that. you came up with the name for that, and I think I it's perfect. Um, Yeah, I have been a storyteller for a while, and I think artists are phenomenal storytellers, and I want to tell their stories, and I'm excited to have the opportunity to help you do that with all the cool people that we have at Nashville Tour Stop. We do be having lots of cool people. We do be having (laughs) lots of cool people. There's so many to to get through. So it's really funny that Erin is now on board with Tour Stop because I actually— Met her at one of our shows, what was that, March of last year? It has literally almost been a year. A year since we met. But I recognized her, and I didn't know why. She was with a friend of the show named Keith, and I was talking to Erin, and she's like, yeah, I'm a reporter. And I was like, for Chattanooga? <laughs> I, I had seen her on the news and recognized her from the news. and. I'm not really a, shall we say, cable television guy. No one is. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I saw her there, and then we just kind of stayed in touch. And then yeah. um, 
When was the what did what was what did we do the first time we hung out? I don't remember. Well, our friendship really was established on you making fun of me for my love for Hanson, which for some reason <laughs> came up early that. on. You would just call me and tell me something funny about Hanson. But no, the first time <laughs> the first time we hung out after we had met was right after I moved here. We went to Rose Pepper, got margaritas while it was pouring rain. Absolutely monsooning. Torrential downpour. Torrential downpour. And the gentleman that you are after we pounded some margaritas uh, to put it lightly. Went and uh, offered to pick me up so that I didn't have to walk in the rain. And then I see you pull up as it's still torrentially downpouring, and I get in the car to only see you covered in mud because... I sprinted to my car, which was down the hill, and uh, because it was wet, I slipped down the hill, completely submerging my nice white Converse sneakers into a giant (laughs) puddle of mud. And uh, I was so soaked that when she got in the car, I wrung out my Foo Fighters t-shirt with the water. And that was really when we became friends. Yes. You were uncontrollably laughing, as was I. And then- That story still exists probably somewhere on your your archive. It definitely does. And that was uh, such a fun time. And the rest is history. Here we are. Yeah. So, tour stop. Has uh, like I mentioned in our preview episode last week, with just me kind of spitballing, we have grown a lot in the last year. We have mm-hmm. shows six nights a week now, almost like we we are starting a bunch of new venues, and um, we have Aaron as our content director. We also have a guy named Dylan Reeves, Dylan. who's uh, been like freelance working with Tour Stop for four, three years or more. Wow. Uh, he does all of our like little venue highlight reels that we would use to promote our shows, and um, we brought him on board to be our visual director because he's just got this eye for making things look beautiful Yes, that I don't. Dylan is a genius, and the three of us, I think, make a phenomenal team because even though we all have very different roles, we all contribute essential pieces to the puzzle we're trying to put together. Yep, and uh, I also was very happy to have them come on board for one big reason being that they're not songwriters and that they won't won't drop doing tour stop to go play a show on Broadway. I don't know. My glockenspiel career is getting pretty serious, Aaron. (laughs) Yeah, so we've got got us three and then our uh, new chairman. His name is Rick Gordon. He's he's an old dude from Kansas City. That's, I think that's the best way. He, he won't mind him. you saying that. That's <laughs> we, yeah, we'll describe him. Uh, Rick is a, uh, a veteran of the music industry. He's been working in music on and off since the 70s, probably, the late 60s, 70s. So he, he's got a lot of uh, experience doing mm-hmm. things that we don't totally understand. But the four of us are the, I guess, uh, the founders team of what Tour Stop 2.0 is going to become. Yay. And I know that we've been like, teasing and hinting for weeks now about 2.0 and all these people are like oh my god what is it and we're just like (laughs) 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 yeah uh we've got a whole bunch of new stuff and let's see today is march not 31st what's today today is march 3rd i've been 25 for a whole month 
Aaron is 25 and Aaron <laughs> is 28. But you can't see the spelling differences, but they're there. Uh, funnily enough, though, we also have a uh, uh, intern also named Aaron. So three different spellings. Yes, all th- I think the only three ways. Yes, unless you want to get into the A R R O N that people still misspell my name when they ask to play the shows. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, there I've seen E R I N N E R Y N N. I'm just a standard one N gal, you know. But... And I'm just A A Ron. Yes. Key and Peel, as I mentioned many times before. Ruined my life. It's okay. They put my name on the map. People call me Fern, Fren, Ernie, Ern, Irwin because the Y just makes people dyslexic. And I they, call her Coops. It's just it's easier that way. I call yeah. her Coops. Yeah. I've been lately calling you Coopy some too. It's cute. My producer, um, one of my morning producers at my former news job, was the only other person who's ever called me Coopy. Coopy. Yeah. It's I I think it's cute. I like it. Coopy. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But we're uh. We're doing the thing, and normally with some of the episodes, we uh, have, like, topics to discuss, but as Mike and I found when we were doing the podcast years and years ago was that the episodes where we just kind of rambled about our lives, (laughs) um, they ended up being more entertaining, and we enjoyed talking more because we weren't like, I'm a music industry professional. I'm going <laughs> to tell you yada, yada, yada. And don't do this, but do this. So the the stuff where we just get to sit and bullshit is more fun. Well, I'm certainly not one of those. I am not a music industry professional, so don't worry. I will not talk about that. Give her time. Okay. <laughs> we do so much planning already, Aaron, that just getting to mess around here and hopefully talk about things that make people laugh or smile. is That's the whole point, because we do have a dynamic duo thing going on at our shows anyways. Yeah. Like Aaron <laughs> started our like TikTok stuff. Oh man! Because I used to post TikToks just very begrudgingly, and uh, Aaron loves TikTok. I... Coops loves TikTok. Yes, I. I hate it. <laughs> I love it because it seems the possibilities are limitless, and you can make whatever you want out of it. I don't love the algorithm, if that even exists. I am no expert at it, but, you know, things are funny. I like making people smile. She says she is no expert at it, but she posted one video the first time she posted a video on our channel, and it got us 100 new followers. There we go. Yeah, that happened. (laughs) What was it? Again, it was the telephone. the telephone challenge with all four of us for NTS 2.0. It was Yee. great. Yee. Shot by our lovely intern, Kelly White, who's going to be helping out. me with those. Shout out, Kelly White. Woo! I would drop her Instagram or something, but I honestly don't have it memorized. Um, I can look it up. No, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can come to one of our shows and meet her in person. That's more fun anyways. She's magnificent. We do be having fun. We do. I picked that terminology up because of you. Oh, yay? You're welcome. (laughs) Um, I also picked up a term that I've been saying a lot lately from a friend of the show named Leighton Thomas. He says, boy, howdy. Just in, like, to say hello? Or anything. If you tell him something, uh, like, gossipy, he'll be like, oh, boy, howdy. Oh, man. Or if you just walk up, he'll be like, boy, howdy. There's so many expressions like that. Mine, it's a no from me, dog. I say that a lot. I say that a lot, Thank too. you, Randy Jackson. Um, Aaron is obsessed with American Idol and Ryan Seacrest. Which is funny because I genuinely haven't watched an episode of American Idol in years. She's obsessed with 
the early 2000s American Idol? Oh, absolutely. I know the most obscure trivia about the first nine seasons Isn't of American Idol. Isn't your goal Idol. to be Ryan Seacrest when you grow up? Yes, I would say that. Um, so I'm my persona, I guess you could say, is on air with Aaron. And his radio show and persona is on air with Ryan. And it's literally <laughs> a one to two letter difference between our names and I am now saying if Ryan Seacrest ever serves me with cease and desist papers I will know that I have accomplished a life goal and not me sitting over here literally trying to unscramble the letters of your name <laughs> well I'm like, E-R-Y-N he's, he's R-Y-A-N <laughs> I'm sitting over here just like what it's I know like, like, what? okay yeah I guess you did kind of wordle me into that one yeah well, by the way have you played wordle Yes. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out to who? To the New York Times. Okay. Well, I. Or whoever invented it. I don't know. I have done Wordle. I don't care for it. I've done That's it. That's code for she's bad at it. I'm I'm okay at it, but you are one of the hundreds of thousands of people who posts their results it. every day. Every day. Well, you're so smart that you're going to be, you're smart in that way. Gas that you're me up, be, girl. I mean, I that is I am the NTS hype girl. I think that is maybe I'm the the content director, but my subtitle Hashtag is hype girl. Hype, hype girl. girl. I mean, I am the loudest wooer at our shows. I will just yell randomly and clap at our shows because She's the vibes. She's got that personality for it. Uh, we try. Mm, I try. Ah. <laughs> Okay, so let's just do weird, fun icebreaker games. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> tell me tell me how old you were the first time you kissed a boy. Uh, 14. Wow. I was 24. Okay. It was brand Oh, wow. Well, you said kissed a girl. Oh, well. Uh, oh, kissed a boy. Wait. <laughs> Wait, that's funny. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, I won't go into details, but, yeah. I mean, it was a, it, we were playing spin the bottle, and it was just a uh, it was a peck on the cheek. Wow! I'm not gonna that talk count. about anything that uh, is predicated the word that's that means things that came before. Okay. Prefixed. Okay. No, that's wrong. <laughs> I thought you were good at wordle, Aaron. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I'm good at guessing words. I don't believe words. you. I. I I don't know all of the words. You just be putting those green tiles in a row at, on your tweets <laughs> and lying about your results because you want people to think you're good at Wordle. Yeah, I definitely cheat. I'm just kidding. I don't cheat at Wordle. I'm actually moderately smart. I didn't get into business school. But you're so smart. Stop. They're you know lost, Aaron. who else Aaron. didn't get into business school? LeBron James, Tracy McGrady, Kobe Bryant. They were all drafted right from the high school into the NBA. <laughs> That's a Michael yeah. Scott quote. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes, Aaron also has, I'm sure people know this, you have the office logo plaque on the door to do. our office. I do. I also have a world's best boss mug at home. I have a world's best boss uh, stress plushy thing that Dylan got me. Um, I have the Jim and Pam clown painting that doesn't come off of the wall. I have that <laughs> hung up in my bathroom. Um, but I do have, you have a Dundee? I don't have a Dundee. Aaron, we got to fix that we immediately. We got to get me a Dundee. Next need, year's birthday present. I also need a uh, a Dwight bobblehead. 
Oh damn. So Rain Wilson, if you're listening, I'd love to I'd love to talk to you about that. <laughs> he just wants to talk. And fanboy, big time. Fair enough. I do listen to the Office Ladies podcast almost every day. I wholeheartedly believe that you do. <laughs> wholeheartedly. <laughs> so I asked you You asked a... me one icebreaker question. Okay, your turn to ask me one. Oh, um, I was going to say, like, the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you, but you don't get embarrassed like me because we just do crazy stuff. I have embarrassing things happen all the time, but I just make people laugh about it. Uh, what is the – is it dangerous for me to ask what is the worst thing you've ever said at a tour stop show? Um, An embarrassing thing that I, I said – I thought it was going to be a big laugh and – or, like, cheers and stuff yeah. that I got straight crickets to was – in June of 2021 or May of 2021, we started doing shows downtown at Old Red on Broadway, and it was after all of the restrictions got lifted, mm -hmm. and I made a comment about COVID and how we didn't have to wear masks anymore and all this and all this stuff, and I was like, okay, nobody laughed at that. Moving on. Moving on. Yeah, so I've definitely said stuff like that. Um I don't think I've ever said anything like inappropriate or quote like bad. No, you're just funny I'm, and I'm too nice. Bring the vibes. You are very nice. But what I what I admire about you, Aaron, is that you are funny. You are nice. You are inclusive and intentional. But you do not take any bullshit from anybody. I don't take bullshit. That's for you sure. You play it straight and you stand up for yourself and you stand up for those you believe in and what you believe in and i think that is such a hard balance to conquer and you <laughs> do so yay yeah i remember when i first moved here i would go to all of these other shows at all the venues in nashville and there's like there's hundreds of venues here and actually there's less and less now because of hashtag covid but mm. Uh, I would go to all these shows and I would talk to the promoters or whoever was in charge, the host of the shows, and I'd be like, hey, I'm Aaron. I'm new to town. I would, would just love to get involved if I can, like, help you out with the show or if I can play. Like, I, I'd just love to be involved. And they'd, like, pat me on the back and be like, okay, bye. So I was like, fuck you. I'm going to start my own club. And here we are four years later and we have so many shows and we have hundreds of people come and... And it all stems from just, you know who likes nice people? Everyone. Everyone. Yeah. You know who likes assholes? The girls that I want to date. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking, speaking of starting your own club, something that I'm glad we've, we've carried with us into our new NTS 2.0 venture is something I've always tried to emulate with anything I do, which is being the cool kids table that anyone can sit at that any the cool kids that anyone can sit with right yeah. where we have We're such not exclusive we have such a diverse range of artists in many different ways and everybody is so cool in their own way and we want anybody to come hang out with us and share their art and their talent like with I us. got a, I saw a comment from a girl the other day on uh, Instagram she posted a photo of a show that she had played and she was talking about how nobody books all female acts and how people need to do more of that. And I was just like shouting to myself in my bedroom, just like, I do that every week. Mm -hmm. I do it all the time. 
is because there's, let's be honest, there's enough bro country flavor. There's enough bush light flavored country music out there. <laughs> yeah, so we're actually doing a uh, another residency at the basement this year. You and Ooh, I have talked about that. Yeah. Um, all through April and May, with the exception of Mother's Day and Easter, which are uh, bad days to host shows because people are doing stuff with their families. But um, our opening night is Girl Power. Heck yes. Yep, so... The lineup hasn't been announced yet, but I believe it's um gosh, hold on. Aaron, who 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 do you think is on it? Girl power? I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and guess Paige. No. No. I asked her. Oh, it's Alicia <laughs> it's Alicia Pace. She was my second guess. Alicia Pace is gonna open the night. Um and then there's a uh, girl she... trio called the Side Chicks oh. comprised of Julie, Eddie, Aaron Grand and Brooke Lynn. Wow. Yeah, they haven't like made any big formal show announcements or like that they're even a band, but this is going to be their uh debut. And That's then so Tori Grace is headlining the night. That is amazing. What a powerful powerful group. I think that's going to be stellar. Yep. We love doing stuff like that, but Tour stop now is like trying to focus on all the other genres and all the other kinds of people in town. So we're doing like uh, we do have a country show, but then we're also doing like pop and jazz and all the other things. Our, we're doing another hip hop takeover night on yeah. May 29th with Weston, Hugh G and Clover James again. That was our biggest, uh, that was our big sellout show last year. So, of course, I had to ask them to come back. That's incredible. Yay. So, Aaron, I. I'm a journalist, and I feel this entire time we've been talking, I have felt the urge to interview you because that's usually <laughs> what happens in these settings is I feel like I have to – not hard-hitting questions necessarily, but I want to be like, okay, Aaron. Because even though we've, we've become extremely close friends, I still feel there's a ton that I don't know about you. Ooh. I mean, yeah, sure. You can do that. Yeah. Our listeners might know, but honestly, they might have forgotten. It's been – let's see. Our last episode came out – before I think it was like April of 2021 so it's been almost a full year since we've put out a regular episode well I have a question that's gonna make this take like a hard turn okay uh but <laughs> again I don't know why are we but changing the vibe we're not I wouldn't say changing the vibe because it's still gonna end up lighthearted because of who you are and how <laughs> successful your ventures have been but building what you've built with with tour stop over the last couple of years, especially through a pandemic, especially by yourself, a majority of this time, was there ever a point where you were thinking, you know, this is just a lot and I don't think this is going to happen and I need to have a different plan. I need to do something else. And if that happened, you know, what got you to get through that? Fortunately, I never doubted tour stop. From the very beginning when I started doing it by myself uh, in uh, April of 2019. So I co-founded the live show with another guy and we were in a band together and he didn't really, he honestly, he didn't think that tour stop meant anything. So when the band broke up and he quit the show, I was like, all right, I'm going to throw myself full into this thing. And it started working really fast. So even when COVID killed our shows and nobody was coming out, and even when we got to start doing one a week again, I knew that it would all swing back because I had seen the writing on the wall from right before the shutdown how 
popular it had gotten, and I knew that it would get to come back to that, even if it took now basically two years to circle back. So there was never a point where you were like, nope. this is a lot. That's incredible, Aaron. I mean, it was always a lot of work, but I always liked doing the work, and it's because this is the first job I ever had that I didn't hate. <laughs> sure. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I worked on 12 South, which is a popular uh, tourist destination here in Nashville, for those of you who are listening out of out of town. Um, but I worked on 12 South for two years and dreaded going to those jobs. I was a barista for a while, and I baked cupcakes for a while, and it was just awful. I did not want to do anything even remotely related to those things. So mm-hmm. when I got fired from my last job, yes, dad, I got fired. <laughs> I got fired from uh, my last job. I decided that it was time to make it go full-time with Tour Stop, and even though I wasn't making any money at it back then, I was giving all of my time and attention to it, and I knew that I was doing that right thing, and it just, the money eventually followed, which is now why we have you here. Ah, <laughs> that's awesome. Well, yeah, that was that was my hard-hitting question for the episode. Well, that, well, was, let's... <laughs> that was our journal, journalist question. That was our journal. How about we do that? Like every episode, I'll just ask sure. like an, an out of left field, just like really intense question about you. Sure. And... <laughs> yeah. So we're still figuring out what we want to do with our our new co-host dynamic and figure out like the kind of episodes we want to have. So, yeah, we can do that. Yeah. But we're going to take a quick break and we'll come right back with the Nashville Tour Stop podcast. We're back with the Nashville Tour Stop podcast. Uh, Aaron and I are now going to just get to know one another a little bit better, even though we've been friends for, I guess, a year. Oh, but, crazy. Uh, we, we Google searched 100 icebreaker questions for college students, and neither <laughs> of us are in college, so this will be fun. Um, here, Coops, how about you start off? Ask me one. I'm Tell already- me which number so I can go look at it, too. I'm already laughing at number 34 on this list who is your celebrity nemesis <laughs> <laughs> my celebrity nemesis oh god um gosh that's a tough one because i want to say that it's like kanye because he's like everyone's like i don't know anybody who has like good things to say about him what is wrong with him why does he hate pete davidson pete davidson is every man's like Honestly, he looks kind of weird, and he's dating one of the most beautiful women of all time, which gives hope. It gives hope to the rest of us. <laughs> I think what people say about Pete Davidson is that he is so confident, or is at least able to express confidence very effortlessly. And I think men who aren't able to do that just in general envy or choose to not like men who do. I've never understood that, like guys who aren't confident thing because i mean i never really thought of it as confidence i was just like i'm gonna go say hi to that girl and then i did and then i did (laughs) like i asked out this girl in nashville not long ago and she literally commented on it she's like you were just really like assured of yourself she's like you just walked up you said hi and you bought me a drink and then you said do you want to go out on a date on tuesday and i was like yeah is that not normal I think that's the, that's the way to do it, my dude. Usually guys are just like, maybe we can like hang out sometime. 
<sighs> I that don't know. Decisive action. Yes. Seven o'clock Tuesday. Yes. Pizza. Yes. Women from my, we're now turning this into like a relationship advice <laughs> podcast. But in my experience, at least from me, women like having the choice or the planning taken away from them in a lot of cases. And so if you do, like they don't like to make the choice. Correct. Or they don't feel like or they don't want to feel like they have to. And so if you are decisive like that and you're like, let's do this on this day and this is the activity you I think I don't want to speak for everybody, but that's something that I think is a great thing to do. I don't know. Yeah, that's I mean, that's what I did. I have. Let's see. It's Thursday. Today we're recording this. I have a date on Saturday night this week and I I was hanging out with a girl and we. Uh, we're hanging out at another show here in town. And then after I was like, hey, I'm going to take off. And she's like, hey, do you want to go get tacos right now? And I was like, yeah. See, the decision was removed. Yep. And I was just you're... like, yeah, let's go do it right now. And then we sat and we were hanging out. And then after uh, we walked out, I was like, hey, I want to take you out on a date on Saturday at 7. And you want to go get pizza? She goes, Hell yeah, that sounds great. We love decisiveness. We love decisiveness. Not, I know I said earlier women like, but I think which is true. But I think everybody. I think we just established that I also like that. Yeah. Decisiveness. Well, that's well, that's what I'm saying. So, <laughs> so anyway, celebrity nemesis. Celebrity nemesis, uh, <laughs> Kanye. Okay. How about yours? Oh goodness. Um, Loaded question. I I guess. Is it Zane Malik? <laughs> no, I is he my celebrity nemesis? I remember where I was when I found out that he had left One Direction, and I audibly gasped in my senior year of high school <clears throat> economics class. That also puts into perspective of how different age we are, which we're only three, four it's years apart. It's not that different. I was, I was in my senior year of college when that happened. That was 2016, right? Uh, no, 2015. Okay, so yeah, that was still yeah. It was okay. spring of 2015, and I remember I found out it was towards the end of the school day, and then I was driving home from high school, and the radio DJ on my favorite radio station, uh, literally was introing a One Direction song because if I'm not mistaken, it was in the middle of one of their tours that he quit. Or announce that he was how, leaving. Wait, how many 1Ds were there? Were there five of them? And then Yes, they... there were five 1Ds. The five Ds of dodgeball. <laughs> <laughs> Dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. But not Zane. Anyway, <laughs> uh, long story short, I remember my the, the radio DJ was like almost speaking as if Zane had died and was like introing the, the One Direction song. And I remember I just like screamed in my car out of <laughs> out of desperation. But no, I mean, I wouldn't say... I I am upset that that happened, but a conversation for another day is if he felt that that is what needed to happen for him to stay we healthy and safe. We need to just do safe. a whole episode of just boy bands Aaron Cooper loves. Let me, I promise you, Aaron, I can fill up an entire episode just on the history of One Direction. I could just do a whole episode on. No one asked for that. Bands. No one asked for bands that. Bands that I can think of that Aaron is obsessed with off the top of my head. Um... Don't say them. Hanson, One Direction, Sugar Ray, uh, Three. I'm That's, sure there's more. Oh, there's definitely more, but that was that was solid. You know me well. Yeah, I know. I know you pretty well. We do hang out a lot. So, in conclusion, um, I won't call Zane my celebrity nemesis, but I do remember being very heartbroken. Ooh. 
I know what the next question I'm going to ask you is going to be. I'm ready. What is your cat named and why? Oh, well, this piggies, piggybacks perfectly off of our previous conversation. <laughs> uh, my cat is named Sugar. Sugar, sugar. Shout out to Dorian Lackey. Um, I would like to say that Sugar is named after the Dorian Lackey hit, <laughs> Sugar, Sugar. However, uh, Sugar is short for Watermelon Sugar, yeah. which is after the Harry Styles song, who I adore. Another Harry Styles pun right there. Off and of I parodied that song. Yes, and I didn't know that until several months after I lived here, and I was shocked that I didn't know it. But yes, that is why my cat's name is Sugar, because I love Harry Styles, and also she has bright green eyes like a watermelon rind, and she's all white like Sugar, so it just makes sense. Sugar, Sugar. Yes. What a yes. She she frequently appears in our uh, like video chats. Yes, and she also, I have a, an Instagram show every week on Wednesday nights called Fresh Tracks and Flashbacks, and I have artists on that perform two throwback songs, they're f- or two fresh tracks, excuse me, and one flashback song that's like a guilty pleasure song, and Sugar always dances with me <laughs> yeah, when the does. artists sing their songs. Yep, I, uh, I'm not dyslexic, but every time I see you posting about that, I say it as uh, flesh tracks, tracks and flashbacks. I mess it up too, like I just did. So it's 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 a mouthful. I gotta I gotta find my next question for you. Um, let's let's see. I'm excited. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, this is so. <laughs> what would you go viral on the internet for? Hurting myself on stage. <laughs> like I I make jokes all the time at our live shows about. Uh, me like hopping on and off stage to introduce the performers and i always joke that i'm gonna tear an acl one of these days and i know that it's gonna happen and people are gonna think that it's a joke because i've joked about it for so long this is the boy who cried wolf thing it's like not not to mention you uh your legs gave out yesterday uh we we just need to tell this story honestly okay I almost came to your rescue. I kind of rescued you. Kind you kind of rescued me. I kind of rescued so, you. So what happened is <laughs> I have, as of late, been getting fat, and I was doing something about it. So I went vegetarian a week or a week ago, and uh, should I say a week ago. That's not long at all. Um, <laughs> I've eaten seven, seven meals of vegetables. <laughs> Um, but I started jogging again. So yesterday I went on a jog at the famous Centennial Park around the Parthenon. I jog there too. Yep. He, yeah, she lives much further away than I do. <laughs> um, but I was jogging at Centennial Park and at some point I had put a like bandana that I used to like dab the sweat off of my eyes into my pocket where I had my keys. And I pulled the bandana out, and lost my keys. So that was at 11.30-ish when I started walking home and realized that I no longer had my keys. So I walked back and didn't find them and looked some more. And still didn't didn't find find them. them. And then I looked for an hour, and I didn't find them. still didn't find them. So... At that point, I was 
getting dangerously close to missing a meeting with one of our interns named RJ. Shout out to RJ. Bobbert. <laughs> Bobbert, yes. Bobbert. Uh, RJ lived nearby, and he's like, hey, since we can't have this meeting, how about I just come help you look for your keys? So RJ came to Centennial Park, and he was walking around helping me look for my keys, too. And he and I looked for two hours. Oh, my God. To no avail. To no avail. So Centennial Park has a one-mile concrete loop around it so that it's easy to keep track of how much you I didn't run. even know that. Yeah, it's even... got a one-mile loop. So, so if I just run that one loop, amazing, amazing. One concrete loop is one mile. It's, it's printed on the sidewalk. How do you miss that? <laughs> Aaron, I have many talents. Reading sidewalks is not one of them. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> um, so we looked, and at that point, I had given up. It was like 2 o'clock in the afternoon, 2.30 in the afternoon, and I decided it was time to call a locksmith. Call the locksmith. You don't know what that is from, do you? She's too young for that. <laughs> Moving on. Um, I walked home because I, I don't live too far away from there. So I walked home and called a locksmith. And the locksmith showed up. And that was when he told me he couldn't unlock my door. Because he thought that it was just the like little handle doorknob. But he's like, oh, yeah, if you have to get through the deadbolt, we have to power drill it out. And that's going to cost $300. I was like, ah, nope, you can leave. It would have been cheaper for me to have broken one of my windows. Literally. Than it would have to have him do that. So I sent the locksmith away and started walking back to the park to look for my keys further. And my phone died. So I couldn't call for help. And uh. I stopped at a venue nearby called The Local. And they gave me water and let me charge my phone. And at that point was when I called Aaron Cooper. Hello. Hello. And RJ came back. And RJ and I looked for probably another 45 minutes before you had arrived. And at this point, it was probably 3.30. Yeah. 3.30 or so. Ugh. And we had done, at this point nine miles around the park just shy of nine miles around the park and as i'm pulling up to centennial park you say oh we're gonna go ask the information desk inside the parthenon to see if anybody turned in the key and by the time you told me that, and I pulled into a parking space and called you back which was no more than two minutes I had you found had found your keys. Somebody had <laughs> found my keys on the ground and turned them in at 11.35 a.m. They had been inside all day. All day. All day. All day. So I walked around the park in a tank top for <laughs> four and a half hours. And if you want to go to my Instagram, you can see a photo of me. I, I captioned it uh, medium rare. And one girl commented on it, bro, that's well done. Fair <laughs> enough. It is also the funniest picture I may have ever seen in general, let alone Instagram. 
my audio messages via text when you <laughs> sent that to me and Dylan were literally 30 seconds of me just cracking up. But you did stand out nicely against your freshly painted green bathroom walls because of how red you were. Yep. So I just looked like a Christmas tree. It was red and white and green. So moral of the story, we are now hot glue gunning Aaron's keys to his forehead anytime he goes for a run. And if he does tear an ACL. one of those like deadbolts that has the the keypad button on it. Fair enough. Like Airbnb style. Ooh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Airbnb style. So if you do tear your ACL at a show anytime soon, it's going to be because you walked eight miles (laughs) in the hot sun looking for your keys that were where they should have been. Yeah. In the meantime, I'm just still really, really sunburned. Aaron Shilb, everybody. We did it. (sighs) The crowd goes wild. Yeah. Coops runs a lot, too. More than me. Faster than me. I am hurting today. I have run 18 miles in the last three days for no reason other than just because it's finally beautiful and above 70 degrees. (laughs) Uh, Kind of. I am now. I didn't used to be. I have a long way to go. Um, But... I love to run, and I will now be Aaron's keeper if we run together and make sure he doesn't lose his keys. I think people who say they love to run are lying. No, I do love it. I didn't used to. The pandemic forced me to like it. I went from running three miles on a treadmill to seven and a half miles outside in a matter of months when the gym shut down. Listeners of the podcast still remember my life during the shutdown. That's when we started the podcast. I was doing the Waka Waka series through all of Nashville. A beautiful, beautiful series. Yeah, if I had had my phone and the battery hadn't died yesterday, I would have just done another edition of Waka Waka, except wow. it would have been every square foot of <laughs> Centennial Park. <laughs> what a mess. I picked up so much garbage yesterday. Wow. Thinking that it was my keys. Oh, I thought you were just being a nice person killing time. Yeah, that's not what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what was happening. I definitely was, I mean, I was like, no, I guess this is nice of me to help. Yeah. People thought you were just there for hours. Like, man, look at this good Samaritan Someone literally commented on it. These girls were doing some, like, Earth Day sign-up thing. I don't know. But they're like, you've been walking around a lot. And I was like, yeah, I lost my keys. And they're like, oh, good luck. Mm. And I was like, yeah, thanks. Bye. Yeah. Okay, should we do one more, each of these? What do you say? Okay. Are you asking or am I asking? You asked the last one. So Okay. Um, let's see. Ooh, what's the worst gift you've ever received? Oh, wow. Um, the worst gift I've ever received. My dad told me to get a uh, callus scraper for my stepmom for Christmas. <laughs> I was like, are you telling me that you think your wife's feet are calloused and <laughs> gross? Wow. Uh, mine that comes to mind is really innocent, and it's it's actually kind of funny because we just had Valentine's Day. Uh, the first guy that was ever my boyfriend, my freshman year of high school, we were dating over Valentine's Day, and... He went to our uh, rival high school, but <laughs> but I was friends. I was close friends with a lot of people that went to that high school. So we would go hang out after school in their neck of the woods a lot. And 
it was Valentine's Day, and he gave me a, you know, like a chocolate heart, like a heart filled with chocolates. But the chocolates were half eaten because his younger sister got into it (laughs) and I guess didn't know it was not for her. And this guy still— All I'm picturing is— each chocolate having one small bite taken. Oh away. no, they they were just gone. <laughs> they were just like half the chocolates in there, and uh, yeah, just. <laughs> and he knew he knew that it had been half. So it wasn't even like I opened, and he was like, "What?" He literally <laughs> yeah, he gave, gave. He you literally a bad present. He literally gave it to me, knowing. Oh yeah, by the way, here's your Valentine's Day present. Aren't but it's those happy. generally like, formatically sealed or something? He probably still gave it to me anyway. <laughs> it was either that or was after. Was he a 15-year-old boy? That sounds like something a 15-year-old boy would do. Yeah. yeah that yeah. sounds about right. Yeah. The... Sorry, my sister ate these. That's... Hope you like this much of it. I think that's literally what he said. <laughs> that was spot on. It's either that or after this guy I was dating a little later uh really upset me and he brought me th- th- in any other circumstance this would be a good gift but he just brought me chips and queso from Moe's and like <laughs> thought that that was like th- what would repair the relationship Aaron is obsessed with nachos I am obsessed with nachos catch me at any tour stop show devouring a platter of nachos by myself standing up but I was like bro any other time this would be great but to repair a relationship, I think it's going to need more than it, nachos and Cheese queso. would be enough for me. Really? I'm kidding. Okay. No. Okay. I'm a robot. I need, like, you know, like, what do robots eat? Nothing. Oil. <laughs> robots eat nothing, Aaron. <laughs> Batteries. There we go. I guess. Buy me some fresh double A's. Okay. Okay, Noted. ask me one more and then we can we can call it a uh, a day for episode 1 back I guess technically it's episode 35 but Oh wow. Ep- but ep- episode 1 with Coops. I'm... Oh, I got a great one. Uh my seasonal nickname in the fall is Spooky Coopy because <laughs> of how much I love Halloween. So, my last question for you sir is what was the best Halloween costume you've ever worn? Ooh, so I'm not a big Halloween costume dude, but I know her her eyes just like flared up. She's like, how dare you? I know. Um, So all through college, I was the minimalist costume guy. Like every other college boy. Yes. So I wore all of the costumes that Jim Halpert dresses up as in the office. Oh, my God. So I was Dave. I was Facebook. The three-hole punch. Three-hole punch, Jim. Um, were you ever just Jim? No. I was always Jim. You were as... Jim as something. So <laughs> an elevated, an added degree of complication. Yep. Um, I was Jake from State Farm two years in a row. Um, let's see. As I've gotten into Nashville, I've upped my my costume game a little bit. I went as, uh, yeah, not Shallow Hal. Um, Zombie movie with uh, Cal Penn. No, not Cal Penn. Um, dorky British white dude. Zombie movie. Not helping me. Uh, what's it me. called? 
Um, zombie movie. Like a new. You've got red on your shirt. You don't know that movie? No. Okay, this is the part of the podcast where we go to Google. This is crucial information. You've got red on your. I'm watching him do this. Shaun of the Dead. Never have heard of this movie. You've never heard of Shaun of the Dead? I don't think so. It's is, a great movie. Is this an old movie? I say movie? as I have just forgotten the name of it. But yeah. It is a terrific movie. Let's see when it came out. It's gone. I don't want to Google it. It's gone. Google it it's over. I mean, it was like an early 2000s movie, maybe. Oh. Okay. Well. But I was Shaun of the Dead, and uh, then I was Gene from Bob's Burgers. Okay. I carried around a melodica. Um, what was I last year? Oh, I was. Uh, you mean this past this, Halloween? Yeah, when you were. You were Monsters Inc. Were you I Mike? I was Monsters Inc. I was. Uh, were you Mike Wazowski? I was Mike Wazowski. Yes. And I did something else for. That was the Sunday show. I was Mike Wazowski. I was something else on Friday, right? I did I see you Friday? Oh yeah, you you came to my party. What you were something hillbillyish? Were you just a redneck? I might have. Because you just had like the wife beater, the cutoff shorts, beater. a thing of beer, which isn't really a part of a costume for you. <laughs> and yeah, I had was it PBR? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was probably just a redneck. Broadway trash is, I think, what I called it. So okay, but like, which of these was the best one? The best was when I was eight years old. Okay. And uh, me and my dad made a homemade costume. This. And let's see, we cut a giant like uh, cardboard like box into a triangle. You cut a little mm. face hole out, Aww. and we painted it uh, like red and brown. And uh, I was a slice of pizza. Aaron, that's we, amazing. We had red pepperonis and green peppers strung, and people thought I was a Christmas tree. But it. You're not green. I don't know why but they they, would think they saw that. the pepperonis as Christmas balls. Oh my gosh. And the green peppers as the rungs of. I would have thought you were pizza, Aaron. Well, I eventually just quit telling people I was pizza because they thought it was hysterical that I was a Christmas tree. I mean, so yeah, I, I was a Christmas tree when I was eight, and I really don't remember any other costumes from my childhood. I've never been a huge. Halloween guy. Mm. Meanwhile, the girl across the table from me. Oh my goodness. Low key obsessed with High costumes. High key obsessed. She goes hard. I go hard, hard. with costumes. I was at Edward Scissorhands this past Halloween. I did my own prosthetic makeup. I, uh, the clothes I wore are actually clothing I already own and have worn. Which is spooky koopy. Yeah, spooky year round. It's always spooky season in, in Aaron's world. Coop's world, yeah, not, gonna, not yours. Here we go. I have to delineate. Uh, yeah, I have always gone hard with costumes. Not even just for Halloween, though. Anytime there is a party with a theme or any sort of reason to wear a costume, I take it very seriously. So... None of these were, I'm going to say, the best, because they're all super incredible. Oh, well, but thank you. Can you give us a breakdown of, like, a top three? 
top three I've ever done. Well, I got to give my mom and dad some credit here, mostly my mom, because she was the one who had the unending patience to do my makeup on the bathroom counter my entire childhood of wanting to be these extravagant things. And she was all for it and very encouraging. Um, She made me the Wicked Witch of the West from... um, uh, Wizard of Oz. Why cool. did I blank on that? Uh, probably three years in a row and painted my entire body green. Whoa. Um, shout out to mom. Uh, probably my best. So, but in terms of like best costumes, I was King Tut when I was like in second grade and we had this cardboard mask that we made that looked like you know like the The sarcophagus yes i wore that but then my family wrapped me entirely in white medical tape wow and like had it like hanging down so i was like a mummy right intense so that's one um i gotta put edward scissorhands up there just because that's probably the best makeup i've done um, even though it wasn't that hard. And then I guess a third one that would be Edward Scissorhand was just difficult logistically because you couldn't use your phone. Oh, literally. And I was filming stuff for you at yeah, tour you stop were. shows. And so uh literally <laughs> our uh a friend of tour stop, Yakin, we had gotten dinner before that show and he took a video of me eating nachos, of course, because I love them with the scissor hands <laughs> on. And it worked. But a third, what would my third best costume be? Um, oh, I was Lava Girl from Shark Boy and Lava Girl, uh-huh. I guess, October 2020 or 2019, right before the pandemic. And I got approval from Lava Girl herself. Uh, how? She, she, I tagged her in the photo. I made my costume and I had, a, you know, the hot pink wig. I got a shiny pink uh one like cat suit, I guess is what they're called. And I painted it like she has in the movie and uh, did everything myself and tagged her in the picture on Instagram. And she commented on it, a pink heart and a volcano. Wow. And she liked my costume. Do you think costume. those are in her most used emojis? You know, I would hope so. <laughs> uh, it would be very fitting and comforting What's to know. What's the actress's name? I don't remember. Oh, I can't believe I'm blanking on this because any other day I would be able to tell you. I'm looking it up right now. and Because they redid the series. They revamped Shark Boy and Lava Girl and made it a Netflix series. And it was literally one of the most successful Netflix. Actually, it was a movie. But it was one of the most successful Netflix movies in a while. It wow. w- It was huge. That's, um, I think that sets the bar pretty low. What is her name? Taylor Dooley. That's right. I have no idea. Who Taylor is. Dooley. She's awesome. Shout out to Taylor Dooley. Thanks for liking my costume. Shout out. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to cut it now yeah. since we uh, have many, 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 many more things we can talk about. Me and me and we, we've oftentimes just said to be like, all right, we have to stop talking. So much to unpack stop. here. Um, <laughs> we always end every episode telling us. Are uh, telling our fans where they can find us online. So yeah. tell people where they can find you on the internet. Oh, this is super easy. Uh, on air with Aaron, and Aaron is with a Y, E R Y N. So that's Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok, TikTok uh, Facebook. I'm Aaron B. Cooper, or just Aaron Cooper. But if you're using Facebook, I'm sorry. So everywhere else is on air with Aaron. And you can find me at the Aaron Shilb on Instagram and Twitter, and I don't use my Facebook anymore for uh, music stuff since I'm just all in on tour stuff. I tag you, you on stuff. You can follow us. You can follow us on uh, 
You can follow us at Nashville Tour Stop on Instagram at Nashville Tour Stop, Twitter at Nash Tour Stop. There's not there's too many characters. Follow us on TikTok, also Nashville Tour Stop, and at NashvilleTourStop.com. You can find all of our live show dates. We do have a new series out now called Trendsetters Showroom. Woo which we were having a meeting before we started recording this today about all of the cool new things we're going to keep doing with that. Mm -hmm. We've got all kinds of cool announcements coming out this year about all of our new shows, our residencies. We've got pop-ups. There's one that we've gotten confirmed that we're not making any announcements about because it's going to be, as Clayton Mann would say, huge, huge, huge. huge. So uh, that will be later this year. But check us out online and do remember that all roads lead right here, the Nashville Tour Stop. Yeehaw, motherfucker.